Yo, what's good, everybody? Before we start this week's episode, we want to let you know that we are having a live in-person show slash social in Dallas, Texas, Friday, December 3rd. Man, we are really excited about the show for you guys to not only meet us, but to meet like-minded roommates in Dallas, Texas, and the entire country. People are flying in to be a part of it. So get your tickets. Link in the description below. Go to roommates2021.eventbrite.com. We only have 200 tickets for sale. So when they're gone, they're gone. Don't hit us up later saying that you want some tickets. Roommates2021.eventbrite.com. Link in the description below. And let's get started with this week's episode. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm excited about this week's episode, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna get real good, real spicy. This, like, is, they a like real, this is a real good <laughs> and spicy one. I've been I've been working on this topic for quite a long time, and I think this is something a lot of people want to hear. A lot of people, um, you know, have been talking about. It. It's been so many conversations from the Jordan Peterson clip to all the different clips. I mean, this is probably the biggest thing being talked about i'm excited about having it but before we get started how you been doing i've been good man you know what i mean like i said trying to flush out all my thoughts for the remainder of the year yeah. leading up to next year so i'm really excited about that that's about it what about you man i'm excited about the show we yes. checked out the venue yes um last week we're working on working on some adjustments but i'm excited about it man i think um bro patreon as i predicted you know they bought majority of the tickets you know yeah. get your tickets now if you haven't done so already a lot of people flying in. Yeah. I'm excited because I think it's going to be a good mix of men and women at this show. Yes. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So it's been, what, two years since we went live? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, man. Yeah. So we got to do it. Yeah. It's, we're past due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you said, man, I'm also very excited about that. Because I think, in complete honesty, I think that's the better version of our show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. Man. We're better live for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think the show is going to be so much better live. You know, because <laughs> it's been kind of it's been kind of dry a little bit the past couple of months. Yeah. But the live experience, the crowd, bouncing ideas, yeah. all that stuff, man. I really believe the live December third is gonna it's gonna be a big moment, and and hopefully, I know the goal is to to do that as a monthly thing. Yes. We talked about it years ago when years Two ago. Dope Queens was doing their stuff. We're like, yo, that's kind of that's where we're looking at. So to get to that point in life. I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. That would be really nice, man. Yeah, so, man, you yeah. ready? Yeah, yeah. Get your tickets. <laughs> Roommates2021.eventbrite.com. Link in the description below. Today's topic All right. is the four major dating struggles of men and women today. Mm, mm, mm. Man, this topic to me has been one that we've been talking about so many times. And I'm tempted to say, this is one of the last times, <laughs> one of the last times I'm gonna be talking as comprehensive about this topic in particular, mm. especially this year. I wanna I want do some other things. There's some things I want, I ha I'm interested in doing. Yeah. It's gonna be around this topic, but this is kind of like the last dating how-to topic that, that I plan on doing. I don't know about you, but how, how I plan on doing. Because um, with, the, with the content, we want to do a lot of different things. But at the same time, I want to give 
the most value possible with this particular topic. Yes. Before we jump into it, my question to you is, we've been doing this for a long time. We have. Going on year six next year. Lord. Do you feel as though the dating market between men and women has gotten better or worse <laughs> since we first started? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. And I want to take a second to really think about it. Nah, I'm just playing. Nah, nah. It, is, it is absolutely, I feel like it's worse. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like with all the communication, there is still miscommunication. <laughs> you know, there's still some things that we as men are not understanding or it's taking a while to really get, you know, some on the women's mm-hmm. side, uh, they're probably still not quite understanding, taking things out of context, you know, or it's not a lot of uh, self-awareness and self-accountability on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do believe that the process is the process. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a while. But sometimes <laughs> I do feel like we take some steps back and we're like, oh, you know, especially in social media, yeah. these glorified marriages getting revealed worse and worse. And Lord Jesus, I don't want to know any more new information. <laughs> you know, as stuff like that, you know, to me, it's like, oh man, like it's 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 hard to really. Yeah. I'm I'm positive. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I have seen a lot of negativity, uh, but I also seen a lot of success as well, especially in guys that have put the work in, especially uh, you know, women that have changed their ways. You know, to hold had you know, had some accountability, met somebody, and they're all good now. You know, so, dang, I feel like I'm changing my answer now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know, man. You know what it feeds? I don't know, man. Maybe after this conversation, I can give you a better answer. Okay. For you, better or worse? For me? Personally, you're like. I feel like I got better. Okay. I feel like I got better. Okay. So, man. Like I said, we started this in 2017. Oh, Lord. Technically 2016 when we were still like initially brainstorming some of this, like, these true, ideas. True. And, um, you know, let's just get right to it, man. <laughs> let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Because my thought process is, for me, it's been obviously better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's been obviously better. And there's two teams okay. that I've seen come about when it comes to this conversation. Team bitter mm. and team better. Okay. That's where I'm seeing the internet is being divided into. Team bitter loves the problem with women today, the problem with men today. Here's why dating sucks. Here's why women are unmarriageable. Here's why men are unfaithful. Team bitter is all about the negativity. Yes, yes. And yes. the reality is team bitter has been getting louder throughout yeah. the years. 100%. That's yeah. one thing I will agree to. If you're on, especially if you're on social media, Team Bitter has been getting much, much louder. Yeah. But there's another team, and team is Team Better. And Team Better are the, are the individuals who are hopeful mm-hmm. and who believe in healthy relationships that can exist in my own personal life. And the reality of Team Better is Team Better is very silent. Mm. You know what I realized? I'm not sure if you know this or not. Yeah. Back back in 2018, we used to do YouTube premieres yeah. for our channel. And there was a bunch of people who would watch these premieres. And, and I would basically know almost everyone's name. Yeah. 
So many of those guys and girls don't watch the show. A lot of the guys don't watch the show anymore, from my understanding. Maybe they do. Yeah. You know what I realized about those guys? Probably because they're married. They're married. They moved on. They moved on. Do you yeah. remember a guy named Keenan? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's so many guys like that yeah. who got better, who got married, they moved on. So the roommates' content just wasn't as relatable to them because they've gotten better. Exactly. And I've always said the most happiest women, respectfully, <laughs> are the most silent women. Yes. They're, they're, they're not on social media. They're not tweeting. Their, their messages don't go viral because they live in their life. They have their kids. They're doing well. Yeah. So what I've noticed is that there's the the internet is is run by Team Bitter. Yes. And, and the music industry. And the music industry. Yeah. <laughs> it's run by Team Bitter. So so many people are being overwhelmed by the messages from Team Bitter and they simply think that Team Bitter is everybody yeah but they are people who are part of team better who've been getting better who've been improving who've been seeing their lives transformed there but when they win they go ghost yeah a lot of people don't know about a lot of people's situation yeah. you know yeah. a lot of people didn't know about my my relationship until you know i i, I proposed to my um now fiance Aww. so there's a lot of things where team better is just quiet they're chilling yeah no one knows what's going on in their lives so Today's video is for people who want to be a part of Team Better. Mm -hmm. There is going to be some negative, negative whiny babies who are part of Team Better who no matter what we say, no matter what advice is given, they will always believe men are the problem, women are the problem, and those people just can never change. So this video is for people who want to be part of Team Better, who want to experience transformation in life, and these are things I personally noticed. Mm. Are the biggest dating issues today. I broke it down to four things. Are they more than four? Obviously, there's more than four, but these are the four major things that I've seen that young adults and adults of all ages deal with. Mm. The first thing is meeting the right person. Yes, I'm over it. The second thing is attracting the right person. She got a good good. <laughs> she do, she do. The third thing is evaluating the right person. Yeah, she got and, and the fourth thing is committing to the right person. Ooh. And so those are the four things I want to talk about today. And 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 this these conversations is important because when people talk about dating sucks, men suck, women suck, they're usually talking about a specific part of these four things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's very easy if I have a uh, evaluation problem. Yes. And I'm a woman who just picks the wrong guys. She says dating sucks. Yes. But. Her problem is she picks the wrong guys. Yes. But then another girl hears her complaining, be like, oh, yeah, dating sucks. But that girl, respectfully, 300 pounds, she has overweight. An attraction problem. She has an attraction problem. Mm. She can't attract the kind and caliber of man that she wants. So she's like, oh, yeah, dating sucks too. No, you guys have two completely different problems. Yes. So it's very important that you have to pinpoint exactly what you're dealing with. Going back to the Jordan Peterson video, mm. which which why it was so amazing, Jordan Peterson said, I need 10 hours. And the purpose of those 10 hours is to hear the person share their struggles and experience to be able to understand specifically what are you dealing with and then to find what solutions you can have. So most people today, in my opinion, 99% of people, their problem is within those four and it's not so much the other gender, especially when you improve one of those four. So let's go ahead and jump into the first one. And the first one is meeting the right person. Mm. 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 What was high school like for you, Chris? 
now. See, now. <laughs> we're talking about some highlights of my life, man. High school for me uh, was fun. Yeah. I had an amazing time in high school. Uh, size of the high school. Size of the high school. Uh, graduating class? No, uh, just total. Just total. Probably like, uh, I would say 2,000. 2,000, cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it a decent average school uh, in Texas. Um, it was mostly Hispanics. Okay. Uh, blacks followed. <laughs> uh, then <the> Caucasians. <laughs> so that was that was the uh, the demographics. Uh, but yeah, I I was popular. I had stayed in that school district from kindergarten up until high school, so the, I knew a lot of people. Um, I played sports, football, and basketball, and I was also in AP classes. So I had you know that relationship of growing up with a lot of people, and then you know being cool with. Mm-hmm athletes yeah. and also being cool with the nerds okay. you know what i mean and and to wear prom king you know i had, <laughs> I had to make some decisions yeah. you know get a hispanic girl you know yeah, what i mean you yeah. get the hispanic vote <laughs> 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 so high school was good for me man okay. so i had a really good time okay what was college like where did you go to school the university of houston go how Goose. many students did they have in university of houston Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Okay, yes. cool what was that like for you freshman year Sophomore year uh, was really slow. I it was a uh, it was fun though. Had a good time. Found my crew, but I definitely wasn't popular. Yeah. Didn't pledge. Didn't really want to be on the scene. So it was a kind of a, a initial shock in the beginning. I uh, wasn't you know attracting as the, as many women I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I was doing fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, then towards the later years, um, just because of my network, it became a lot easier for me. Junior and especially senior year. Cause you are top dog. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens for most people is that high school, depending on the high school that you're in, usually high school has a couple thousand students, right? Yeah. And you get to the point where, especially your senior year, depending on how you feel, <laughs> but you, everybody around you is in your age group. Yes. You are in environments where everyone around you is in your age group. And I, it's weird, but you can be a senior and date freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors. Yeah. So if you have one th- uh, 2,000 students, 1,000 males, 1,000 females, you have 1,000 women that every single day, Monday through Friday, you have access to. And you can see. You, you can, can see, talk to them. You can talk to You can meet them. Yep. Going back to college. You had University of Houston. Now you have kids from all the high schools in Houston. Yeah. You, you, you know, by the time you're, you're senior, you're definitely you have freshmen, sophomore, juniors, um, you know, seniors. You, you, you at the minimum, fifty percent women, twenty thousand women that you just walk around the campus. You walk around the quad, whatever it may be. Yeah. You go to a football game, basketball game. You have such a vast. Um, access to women in your age cohort usually age ages 18 to 23 right yeah that's high school that's college but then when people graduate all that that pool of people is now gone yes it's gone it's gone it's gone yeah you really just got the pool of people you work with yes you know or or like organizations you got to really put yourself out there now you got to work to meet new people you got to work to build that network because like you said you're not surrounded by thousands upon thousands of men and women yeah so you're really just going to work and going whenever you go home so when i was doing research about about this topic i was analyzing the average age people got married and um about like 70 80 years ago 
the average age for a man was like 23 and the average age for a woman was 21. Mm. So generally speaking, that those when you're at that age, most people that you know are from high school and college. Yes, 100%. Er, very early 20s, most of your friends are from high school and college. So for a lot of people, back, back in the olden days, right, it was so much easier to meet people because generally speaking, you were getting married at a younger age, so you were picking from the people in high school and college. Nowadays, especially in the black community, the average age for a woman is 29 in the black community, 31 and for a man, sorry, 30 for women, 31 for male, and in America, it's 30 for males, like 27.8 for women, 28 women. Mm. So you're getting married much later on in life. People are single much later on in life. So those circles of high school and college you once had in the past, those are gone. Yeah. And so now, as you said, the problem becomes where do you go to meet people? Because depending on where, what job you're in, let's say you're an elementary school teacher, most of the people in your school are, are women. Yeah. Not only that, but then you can't, you can't there's no guaranteed the, um, the age. Yeah. When you work at a job, people are 50s, 60s, 40s. It's not, it's not guaranteed that all the people working with you are going to be in your age cohort. And if they're going to be single. Exactly. People be married, have kids, it's that and the third. Yep. So what I've realized is that a lot of people just they don't have environments anymore to meet individuals of the opposite gender. You know why? Go ahead. Because of that daggone phone. That phone yeah. really messing up a lot of people. It's 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 it, you got the camaraderie or the connectivity or, you know, whatever reality show, distraction, whatever random pop culture news going on. It's like that is main, my main source of contacting, mm -hmm. connecting people, and entertainment. Yeah. So it's not really a drive to go out and meet people either because yeah. we can just get what we want from the phone. And to your point, 70, 80 years ago, phone didn't exist. Yeah. You better get your behind out the house yeah. if you're trying to see somebody. You exactly. know what I mean? So that's the thing. People can create their own life and their own bubble, you know, in their apartment or in their home and be good. Yeah. That is also what's what's holding a lot of people back from meeting other people. You're a, you're a hundred percent, man. You hit that you hit that um out the park, and so I thought about it before. I said like, let's say back in the European you know Renaissance era, they would have these balls, mm. right? You have yeah, these balls where like all the single maidens in town come. Renaissance and, festival, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or they have these town festivals. Yeah, they would yeah, have yeah. these things where these are great places to meet people. Yep, as well as you know, when you were in these certain towns, when you were in these certain places, you know, you generally did not leave your town. Yeah. So all the girls in Channel View, you would have been around them your entire life. You would yeah. eventually have to pick one and marry one. Nowadays, it's... Nowadays, nowadays it's global, right? Yes, so people yes. are leaving. People are going all around. So so the, the, the social environments... Because another thing that I was researching was how do people meet people? They said family and friends. Mm. Nowadays, if people are moving, you're leaving your town, live with your family, you know what I mean? Like no one wants it like to be set up by their mother or their, their dads and stuff like that. So the meeting problem is a, is a big one. Yes. And you have to be very intentional as an adult to go out and meet people. Yeah. You have to be intentional. There was a New York Times article I quote all the time where it says that there's um, 
the challenges of of making friends past 30 mm. is because that you don't have proximity to people your age. Yep. You don't have repeated unplanned interactions the way you did in school. Yep. And you don't have an opportunity to let your guard down. Because especially, I would argue in the 90s, you can go to the club, you can go to bars, and people were actually socializing, meeting, talking in the bars. Nowadays, especially the club, the club was a place that, place that girls do videos of themselves, and it's a place that you hang out with your friends. Yeah. Not so much a place where you go and meet new people. Yeah. So there's those places are just gone Yes. in the modern world. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why I've, I've noticed when I talk to a lot of men and women, they struggle with just meeting people. Yeah, they just—they're they, at the age where they either don't like people from their high school, or they don't—they're not connected to people in high school. Like, but they just struggle with meeting people. Like, I don't, I mean, this is a random question. Yeah. We can we can cut it out, not cut it out. How do you? How would you rate the difficulty of getting over that problem? <sighs> I would I would rank it on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. a seven, mm. because your whole life people don't realize. When people think about their early relationships, those were layups. Yes. Like, she was in your homeroom. She was in your math class. She rode the bus. She home. rode the bus with you. We all got that girl that rode the goddamn bus. She went, she went, <laughs> she went to the, you know, she was in your cafeteria lunch period. Yes. Like, she was in your organic chemistry class. You know, she, uh, my fraternity was through a party, and, you know, she was the sorority sister. There was layups. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to do anything. To meet the person. The school set up the structure. They, you, you literally just have to show up. So you are, you're used to dating from that layup. But now as an adult, you got to go, especially as a man, you have to get up and go and talk to random women. Mm. Because the difference is on a scale of 1 to 10, how hard is it to talk to a girl in your high school? Uh, in my high school, <laughs> zero. <laughs> it wasn't really that much difficult. What about in college? Oh yeah, increase. Uh, probably I would say around like a five, six range. Okay, random girl walking down the street. Oh man, Lord, with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's eight through ten easily, depending and, on the girl. And that's and that's what happens. If she look good, ten. <laughs> But that's what happens, right? Yeah. What ha- what has happened is that when you're in high school, when you're in college, it's so easy to meet people because you're in school together. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's the 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 barrier the 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 barrier of entry is, low. is lower. Yes. Because they there's a, a so you have something in common. Yeah. Right. She's she's here. This is why she's coming here for some reason. Yes. Y'all, it's like the similar path. Exactly. Whereas like nowadays, it's like you you trying to, she got a whole, whole life. Yeah. And she don't go out. Yes. So how you going to meet somebody her in person if exactly. she don't go out? Exactly. Her DMs? <laughs> that yeah. ain't going to work. And then same thing for a woman. Yeah. A, a, a woman, generally speaking, like if there was a guy that you tracked to in your class, you can just find a reason. Hey, um, I don't have the notes today. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, whatever excuse. Like it's easy. Less versus you see an attractive guy and you're at the at the like a mall or something. It's it's just so much harder to go up to him and start a conversation out of thin air. So, Even though that can't work for you more it often than not. Definitely can work for you more, more often than not. Yeah, but like I said, in the past, people don't realize it was just such a layup. Yeah, yeah. That now, as an adult, 
these are skills that a lot of men and women don't have. Like you said, if we could continue with the basketball analogy, you know, yeah, in high school it's a layup, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's the, the easiest shot. And now, if you're trying to get to a layup, you better have some basketball yeah. skills. Yeah. <laughs> you better learn how to dribble. Yeah. You better learn how to get a crossover move because you, you got to get past defenders. Yeah, yeah You yeah. know, and not just people, not yeah. the males, but also how she feeling one day. Yeah. <laughs> You know, daggum Mercury record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't know what you got to yeah. come on. So you better yeah. be Kyrie in the paint yeah. and learn how to finish. Yeah. You know, so then that takes a long time to build those skills. A hundred percent. And then the second thing is that the to the online conversation, social media has hurt, but social media has also helped. Yes. And so back in the day, if Chris was in Channel View, went to Channel View High School, he went to University of Houston, came back in town. If he didn't like, per se, the girls in Channel View, he could he was he was screwed because yeah. you just you're in your town. It is what it is. You you're gonna date the girls in Channel View or in the Houston area. Yeah. The advantage today is if you don't like the girls in your town or your major city, you can use online dating to meet girls that you would never see in the past. Yeah. Exactly. I would always argue that if you were to live your life and meet people, you would probably meet point zero one zero zero one percent of people in your city or. Easily. In your major city. Yeah. But you can go on an app and spend a day and run through all the girls in your town. So the advantage is what's... Don't the, do that, though. That's a long time. <laughs> Spend the whole day just running through the girls in town. Oh, my God. So the advantage of the modern era is that you can now meet people. But here's the two different dis- disadvantages. First, as a guy, I always say if you want to... If you're a guy, I'm just throwing out some numbers, and you wanted to get a date... And you're an average average guy. My personal opinion is mm-hmm. if you approach 25 girls, you can get a date. Yeah. If one. the average guy, you can get one date yeah. out of 25. So you're, you have one in 25 odds, yeah. right? Online. <laughs> <laughs> Online. If you add a zero. <laughs> yes. So it's from one to 25 is that you might have to swipe 250 girls. You might, you're for sure. To get one date as a guy. So it's exponentially more difficult online because... Most guys, and we'll talk about it later on when we get to the attraction problem, mm-hmm. most guys, their strength isn't an image. Yeah. Your strength is not an image. Yeah. That's not your strength. And so what has happened is that online provides more opportunity, but because attracting online is so much harder. Yes. Because also women are so much more pickier online. Yes, they are. There's so many guys they would if they met them in person they would be cool with that online they wouldn't be cool with, and so that we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to attraction. So so going back to being a woman, I've always said the modern woman's challenge is that she has these new expectations, but she wants the old responsibilities. Yes, and and the lust or the attraction is fulfilling something where it's like it's like that ego of knowing that I have all these guys in my DMs wanting me. Okay, I that's think not they, what I'm saying. Okay, but I, I want to add okay, to that though. Sure. I think that also is a component to make things a lot harder for. Oh, intro. great point, great yes, point. Yes, yes. So, so, so to the so what 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 I mean by that is women want new privileges mm, but okay. they want old school responsibilities and part of, and so like you. for example is that you know they want to have equal say in a relationship nothing's wrong with that no 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 but then they would want 
guys to do traditional things. They want to be modern and traditional, yeah, right? Yeah, they want, they want the best of both worlds. So the challenge is that in a lot of women's sense, to meet guys, they expect the guys to approach them. Yes, they, yeah, 100%. They expect it. Yes. And when you tell them, no, you have to approach guys, dan, 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 red flag, red flag like, they're so mad, yeah. a woman shouldn't do that. It's not, it's a, not a man's should, world no yeah, more. Massage, a oh, all, oh. all this stuff, <laughs> yep, right? Yep, yep, So part of overcoming this dating hurdle is that men and women so we're gonna take a quick pause from this week's episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at skillshare skillshare is a one-of-a-kind online learning community where you can learn all types of skills from creative to design to business development and so much more men the reviews are in and people have been experiencing transformation from skillshare because skillshare has so many practical courses that you can take today that can benefit you like how to find your purpose course like how to start your business course there's so many things available for free right now on skillshare so go to skillshare.com roommates to get your first month for free of charge Skillshare.com slash roommate. Guys, don't just be someone who's constantly complaining about life. Take it into your own hands and build yourself up. Get the skills to become the best version of yourself. Skillshare.com slash roommates. You'll thank me later. And let's get back to this week's episode. Your job is to meet people. Yeah. That's your job. Your job is to go out and meet people. There's a way for men to do it. There's a way for women to do it. And if you are an individual, which I think a lot of people are, that person is not going to show up to your doorstep. No. You're going to have to proactively put yourself in a place to meet that person. 100%. You just working your job like so many girls do. You just working your job and expecting Prince Charming to just show up at Starbucks one day. and that, Like, no, you have to actively put yourself in places in, and environments as a man and a woman to meet the kind and caliber person that you desire. 100%. You got to capitalize on that. And shoot, some of y'all need to create opportunities for yourselves. 100%. Shoot, y'all don't even know what a DM slide can do. Like, I mean, y'all never know what point of entry that can give you a greater chance to really get what you want mm -hmm. but a lot of you all like you said have that pride or a sense of entitlement where i'm not gonna reach out yeah me just you know looking on his page he should know yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. i want him yeah yeah what you know yes. so i think if they take matters into their own hands yes. sometimes it can really work out for them at the end so so let's so that there's so much i want to talk about with meeting we'll probably get to it a, a yeah, little bit later a it's a lot but i want to talk about three places Okay. That I feel like is exceptional for meeting the right person. The roommates live show. The roommates live show. Uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that's part of our desire for the live shows, right? Yeah. We want to create places where young adults can meet like-minded people. And here's a secret. I'm telling you, I learned this secret. Women screwed this up more than men mm. but guys screwed this up, up as well meeting is not marrying yes so too many people they feel as though if i don't want to marry this person i don't want to meet them mm. and that's a fundamental mistake because you don't know who that person knows exactly part of socializing is that you might go let's say to the roommates live and you might meet some attractive man or attractive woman you might not know who they know. Yeah. And you being cool with them, getting to know them, you know what I mean? They might 
bring a friend or meet, introduce you to a friend who might be a good fit. So too many people, they, they, they go about it like, if I can't marry this guy, I don't want to talk to this guy. If I can't marry this girl, I don't want to talk to this girl. And you miss out on so many people without mastering the skills of networking. Networking is a tool on the tool belt that everyone has to master in 2021 and moving forward. So yep. Roommates Live Show was part of my list, but definitely Roommates Live Show, December 3rd. <laughs> Number one, the gym. Yes. If I'm in a new town, here's what I'm doing. I'm looking for the most popular gym in town. I don't care how much money it is. I'm not going to the crappy freaking, what's that crap, fitness connection or what's the one with this purple and yellow? Planet, Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. I'm not going to the <laughs> crappy Planet Fitness. I'm going to the, the, the most popular gym in my local town and I'm going there, meeting and connecting with people. The one that we all, always mention, you know who he is, but I know who he is. He met his girlfriend at the gym. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so the gym is such a great place because that's an environment where a lot of young adults, they go, especially if you can find the right gym in a certain places. Yeah. So the gym is the number one place. Yes. And my thing is that, man, it was, I don't know. Uh, we'll get to this later. Uh, I, I, I don't wanna, I'll get to this later because it's, it's a lot of secrets to, to mastering meeting people at the gym. Yeah. If you are if you are a girl, the easiest thing to do to meet a guy. I almost made a joke. I'm gonna be nice. <laughs> the easiest thing to do to meet a guy is to ask him for um, where an item is. Oh yeah. So if you say, hey, do you know where the um, the calf raise machine is? Okay. Trust me. If he likes you. He will, he will talk to you. He's stopping his workout right then. Hey, no more workout. <laughs> no more workout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... You just really got to say anything to the guy. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. 75 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you got to say. My, the secret to working out in the gym is... This is what you do. Sorry, the meeting a girl at the gym. Okay. If you see a girl working out, you, you have to, like, tap her on the shoulder. Like, you have to be smart. Oh, man. What I do is I, like... I, like <laughs> we gotta like show the scenario like literally if, if a I see, let's say i saw a girl and she was doing like um the tricep machine whatever okay i got you I'm you know you. i would like tap her on the shoulder okay i'm good at tapping most guys don't touch her <laughs> well, don't touch i'm good at tapping I've mastered the art of tapping. I'm not saying I do it anymore. <laughs> I've mastered the art of tapping. So will, that's the thing. Depending on how the guy looks, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be yeah. creep. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, man. Keyword, guys. Don't tap. Don't tap. So, because what I'm describing is usually they have their headphones on. Yeah. So you can wait. You wait. wait. You wait. try to get their you attention. You try to get their attention. Yes. And then I will say, I'll make a joke like, you're killing it. Yeah. Right? And then <laughs> she'll just be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. That's it. Because just walk away. The secret is okay. You're gonna see them again. Okay, okay. You playing the long game. I got you. Playing the long game. I got you. I got you. So the first time I ever see a girl, I just give them a compliment about the workout. I get their attention somehow. Give a compliment about the workout. Then the next time I see them, I'll just wave. I got a question, but I might. We might have to save for Patreon. Okay. We might have to save for Patreon. The third time I see them, then I'll talk to them. Okay. Because the reality is when you see somebody for the first time, you don't, it's, it's annoying to try to have a full-fledged conversation the moment you meet them. Yeah, because they don't know you. They don't know you. You're not valuable to yeah. them to really, it's not, 
it's, it's, it doesn't make sense for them to stop working out just to talk to you. Yeah. Exactly. So, so to me, by doing that approach, you're, you've built the rapport. It's like the secret. The reason that high school and college works is because you built rapport. Yeah. They know they've seen you before. Yeah. So to me, that's usually my, my little secret, secret trade. But anyway, finding a gym also guys, yoga. Oh, geez. Ain't nobody in the yoga classes. Dog parks. Like, like there's, <laughs> there's certain places where there's a lot of women. And as a girl, there's yeah. certain gyms yeah. that a lot of guys work out at. And to me, the goal isn't to date the people at the gym. It's to use that as my networking place. Yeah. I, call it, it's, I call it home base theory or okay. homeroom theory. When you were younger, homeroom was a place, depending on what grade you're in, where yeah. every day you went to this place. You started your day at homeroom. By the time the end of the year was going on, you knew everybody in your homeroom. Make a place your homeroom. The first place that I make is the gym. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and then another thing is that you get cool with the, with the trainers at the gym, and you get cool with the guys at the gym. Because, if, if like for example, like me, if I go to the gym, I'm dapping up guys and saying what's up to guys and pounding guys. Women are noticing that. Yeah. So now when I try to talk, when I tap, the reason why tapping works for me, because they've been seeing that everybody knows me here. Yeah, it's comfortable. If it's comfortable, yeah. like, he's like, you, know, you become like the cool yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of social, social, socializing in places like the gym is that you go, you meet, you network, and then you kind of become the person everybody knows. Yeah. Second place that I usually say is find a, a local, a restaurant or a place that a lot of people frequent. Yeah, I like got you. a restaurant, an eatery, and and like kind of be a regular there, mm. where you know the bartenders, you know the waitresses, you know the people. Kind of what we're doing at Pasha in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Create those places, create that home room again. Um, and then the third part for me is just churches. Yeah, I look for a, a large mega church. I'm religious, obviously. A large mega church. Yeah. In my community, who has a lot of young adults, and like I said, my goal is, y- you don't want to poop where you eat yeah i'm not trying to date the people in the restaurants in the gyms in the churches yeah i'm trying to use them not use them but to, <laughs> to, to connect with them and potentially meet the people that they know yeah if you happen to meet somebody because that's where i met the girl i did in houston right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i met her at, at at church so it's those are the three major places that i find to be extremely effective and as well as events like our live show to be able to meet like-minded people yeah no all those events are really good because you have the proximity part. You can build network from each one of those three places because those are kind of people. And you, you're doing things that you also enjoy. And also, you said that network building, especially in the, uh, in the gym, in the, the right gym, because like, people like exclusivity. That's oh, yeah. why Planet Fitness, uh, Plan, is it Planet Fitness? Yeah. That's why it would never work. Yeah, it's yeah. too cheap, respectfully. It's yeah. really too cheap. Yeah. You got to, if you, the lifetimes of the world, you know, these real expensive, you know, ex- exclusions, exclusions. Exclusives. Exclusive. Uh, yeah. Those gyms are, are really top tier because the best of the best of those people are in there and you just being around in that network of, you know, potential is crazy. But you get all that from all three of those, but they all require time. Yes. Effort. Yes. You know, you gotta continuously put that in. And that that's one, two, three, five, five years of work. 100%, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. A hundred percent. And so I love what you said. So, you know, there's always this thing where women are like, where do I meet the high quality men at? The high quality men 
are at expensive places. Yes, yes, they, yes they're, they are. They're going to. There's a gym out here called Equinox. I'm not. If you're, I heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I heard so of it. it's like it's like there's these gyms where it's like it's fifty dollars to work out there a month. Yeah. But those were the guys who were serious about working out. The athletes, you know what I mean, like the the very successful entrepreneurs. They're yeah. going to these places. Yeah. And so, to me, as a man or as a woman, I want to be there. Yeah. I want to be there, and, and and part of meeting the people. What else, the reason why I like the gym so much, man? I've met a lot of people at the gym, bro. Yeah. I've met a lot of people at the gym because you go there. Almost every day, yeah, and you become a regular. Because I honestly, I I use this strategy, true enough, for men and for women. Yeah, like I like because um because I you know I wanted to make sure this stuff was true, and I was testing these things yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I met a lot of guys. I would go up to them in the gym. I'd be like, "Bro, you're killing it, man." Like, "Hey, man, bro, bro, you're killing it today, man." Yeah. Like, oh man, appreciate it. What's your name, bro? Yeah. Uh, so and so. Happy, nice to meet you. And Easy. I leave. And every single day I see him, I just give him pound. And you. Boom. Two, three months worth of, I'm not going to say pound. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But two, three months of regularly connecting, you know, you can build a friendship. I got clients from the gym before, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I held, held people money in accounts from people I consistently yeah. played basketball with that probably met me six months prior. And then another secret is that part of meeting people is you don't want to do it alone. No, in regards no. to like, let's say the restaurant, restaurant okay. um, meeting. Okay. What I would do if I thought about if I moved into a new town, the first thing I'm doing is finding the most popular gym in town. I'm going to Instagram, looking up all the, all the attractive women and attractive guys in the town, seeing where they're tagging the gyms at. I'm going to that gym. Yeah. Then as I meet people, then I'm going to make friends. Cause it's, it, you have to have somebody that you are meeting people with. I don't care what anybody says. Going out as a lone ranger is just weird. It's weird. It's awkward. Yeah. So you have to go. You have to make. I'll make a friend at the gym, and then I'll go out with this person. True enough story. There's this guy at the gym. I would see him all the time. You know, me and him were kind of cool. I went to a, a pool party one time. Me and him were there, and then if I wanted to, we, me and him could easily go and just start meeting women there because it was both of us together. We knew yeah. each other for the gym and stuff like that. And then what happens is. When you meet when you meet people in one place, it's less awkward if you meet them at the gym. Yeah. So a true enough story. This is so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain women I've seen as waitresses at certain restaurants because I'm out socializing. I go to the gym. I see them like, hey, do you work at this club? Oh yeah, I saw you last week. That alone is so easy. What's your name? Oh, my name is Sophie. Nice to meet you. Boom. Then the next time I go to that restaurant, you good? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So. You have to make this up. You have to go outside. Yeah. Life happens outside. Yes. And that's the most important thing that so many people, their struggle is meeting because they're not putting effort and going outside, especially women. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can no, go for not. days. Yeah, we don't even want to do that with the women. They not going nowhere. They yeah. scared to go outside. You got, as a lady, you have to go outside. You have to. You have to. Yep. And, and another thing, sometimes you got to relocate. Yes. I, I, I put a poll online and I said, you know, if you're living in the year 20,000 BC, you're in a hunter gatherer tribe, the food that you eat is this buffalo. All of a sudden, the buffalo leaves 200 miles west. What are you going to do? You're going to follow the buffalo. You got to follow it. If you are in a crappy town or city, you have to move. Yeah. I hear so many people, oh, there's no one in my town, no one in my city. 
Back in the day, if your food left, you had to leave. <laughs> you got to leave. You got to follow them. You got to leave. Yeah. Like, and so many people, if you're in these podunk, no-name towns, you have to leave. This is woman I know who I've been, you know, mentoring for the past year or so, where she's moving to a place I told her to move to because the place that she was at right now has no men who are in her, you know, demographic. That's a smart choice. You, yeah. got, you got to because... You stay in the same scenery. You see the same people over and over again. Everybody's doing the same thing you're doing. They yeah. look in. You in these small 300, 400,000 towns. It be. sounds crazy that that's the number, yeah. but those are small towns. You got to move to one of these major cities, and that give you a, 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 whoo, yeah. a way better chance of finding somebody. Yeah, and, and so, man, as I said, every person has to make it their job to actively go out and meet people. Yes. And if you are a guy and you're doing that through online dating, I'm telling you, whatever your odds is in person, add a zero to the end of that number, and that's what it's going to be doing it online. Yeah, you're literally just wasting time at that you're point. You're wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. I know that was a longer one, but meeting is extremely important. We, yeah. we could have went for days on we that really topic alone. Or we might have to in the future, but we could have went for days on that topic alone. The cool. second dating struggle, and this is men's biggest struggle. Here we go. Meeting, in my opinion, is... Dang, I don't know. Nah, <laughs> nah. nah. Meeting isn't a big one. For, if women, if they walk out the door, let me tell you, they a story. can be fine. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> I will say this all the time. I hope not to offend anybody. Here we Please go. don't be offended by this. A woman can literally write her her dating experience on a piece of paper, and I can tell you how she looks. Yeah, easily. That's, no, that's 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, that's be, because respectfully, respectfully. There we go. Attractive women don't have meeting problems. No, they don't. No, they don't. They, they don't. Their problem they, isn't they can't meet men. No. Nah. Uh, unless you're a girl who literally is in a, on a farm, <laughs> you know, unless you're a girl whose job, you're, you're a nurse and you're, you know, you never encounter people ever because you're working so much. Meeting is not an attractive woman problem. No. It's ever. <laughs> That's simple. Somebody will find them. Attracting is the biggest problem for over, overweight women. Yes. And attracting is the biggest problem for men today. Men is the biggest attracting. Yes. That's their biggest problem. It's the biggest problem. Yeah. One thing I've realized, and, I, and I've asked myself this question, and I've been thinking about this for quite a long time, Chris, so I'll be honest with you. Okay. I realized how much entitlement, I did a little video about it, how much entitlement men have when it comes to women and some women have when it comes to men because they don't ever ask themselves, why should that other person want you? Like, you feel like I want that person. Why should they want you? You feel like I should talk to that person. Why should they want to talk to you? We have a big entitlement problem. Yeah. Where we expect, like, why did Steve Urkel expect Laura to want him? Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Why did Timmy Turner expect Trixie Tang to want him? And so what I realized is that pornography. Yes. Yeah, yeah that hurts. That and hurts. romance movies, oh. Cinderella, Disney fantasies have created this idea in our mind where if I meet you, you should want me. So what's going to happen is there's going to be a bunch of guys. They're going to go out and they're going to meet 
a girl, like and go out and approach women, go out and socialize with women. And there's going to be a girl who's going to approach and meet a guy. Yeah. And they're going to be upset at you and me because, oh, I did it and it didn't work. Yeah. Because they were expecting that person should have been attracted to me. Yeah. Attraction is a skill. Ooh. Some people are naturally skilled. Some people have to build that skill. A lot of guys, attraction is built. Not a lot of guys are over six foot two. Not a lot of guys have perfectly symmetrical, symmetrical, handsome faces. You have to build attraction. Mm-hmm. And the entitlement, especially from, from pornography, the entitlement that women have from romance no- novels tells me that if I just meet this person, they should want me. True enough story. Last time I went on live, a girl asked me about you. Me? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> and she was like, "Tell uh, w- what do I got to do to slide in Chris's DMs? <laughs> and this is going to sound horrible. Okay. But at the moment that, she, at the moment where she was at that moment, okay, okay. she was not attractive All enough right. to be successfully chosen by you. Okay. That's honest. And I told her, I said, you know what? At this point, I wouldn't, I don't think it'd be in your best interest. <laughs> what did you say to that? I said it in a very nice way. Okay. But I kind of told her you were seeing somebody. <laughs> okay, well. good, good, okay, good, 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 good. Attraction is a big thing. Yeah. And what I realized is unattractive people hate the rules of attraction. Yeah. yeah they they hate it. Because know what happens? It makes you feel like you're not good enough. It's, yeah, it's, it's too hard to accept that It's truth. too hard to accept it. Yeah. Unattractive people hate the rules of attraction. They call it shallow. They call it unfair. Oh, my gosh, why does it matter? Why does my height matter? Why should my body matter? Why should my boobs matter? Why should my this matter? Why should this matter? You should just love me for me. They hate the rules of attraction. I'm telling you they do. Yeah, I will, too. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> I will, too. But they play the rules of attraction. Yeah. Women hate the idea that because I'm 300 pounds, I'm less attractive to men. But they're the same people who say, I can't date anybody who's below this height. Yeah. Yeah. Men hate it when women say, I want a guy who's six foot. They hate it. Yeah. If I'm five foot six, I hate that stupid saying. Yeah. But then you're that same guy who doesn't want to grow 250 pounds. 100%. 100%. We hate the rules of attraction, but we live by the rules of attraction, especially when it comes to us choosing somebody else. That's our, that's our nature, man. We selfish. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't want, you know, our rules and standards for other people to be held against us. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and like I said, that hard reality of truth is saying, like, man, I'm not as attractive as these other men or these other women where I'm not highly desirable. That's a hard truth to accept, yeah. you know? And then, like you said, they'll go to these things that is going to fulfill that false narrative. You know, it's always the random nerdy guy on the pornography yeah, that, yeah. Get, that gets to do whatever he wants <laughs> to the most attractive next door girl. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always the, they can you can find a woman that doesn't have the best shape, doesn't hold herself together, but she has a very highly desirable man in both of those scenarios and cases, the man and woman are each saying, since it can happen to them, it can yeah. happen to me. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z. 
along with the excuses, along with the justification, and then they still have a problem five to ten years later. Yes. And so to me, this is what I want people to understand because everyone gets so triggered by this. I'm not saying this is the way things should be. Yeah, you're not saying that. But this is the way things are. It's the real world. You ha- My dad said intelligence is the ability to decode your environment. You must understand the rules for life. I tell you this story all the time. There's so many women who call me crying because, oh, guys only want this and guys don't want girls like me. But they're the same girls who don't want certain guys. Yeah. Who say, well, I, he's, I'm just not attracted to him. He's just not attractive to me. We all play by these rules. You can get bitter and whine about them, or you can get better. Yep. And my personal opinion is if you don't live by the rule, play by the rules of attraction, dating is easy. If I'm a guy who says, I don't care how she looks like, yep. imagine how much easier it would be to date. Yeah. If you didn't, guess what? That means every woman in your age cohort is available to you. Yeah. 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 That means that, that literally means every woman in your age cohort is available to you. You don't care. You don't care. But if you're going to play the game of attraction, meaning that some people are unattractive and some people are attractive, you have to realize that some people will find you unattractive the same way you find some people unattractive. Doesn't mean that they're not good enough. It's just the realities of life. That's the terms and condition of the contract. It's a terms and condition of the contract, and it's animals understand that. Yeah. Peacocks understand that. Deers understand that. Rams understand that. There are certain things that are more attractive to one group of people than another. Every There's certain things. If you're a ram and you have larger horns, you're more attractive to the females than the one that's smaller horns. Deers with their antlers. Yep. 100%. Peacock with the brightest of their feathers. Animals understand. And we just saw that video a couple episodes ago yeah, with that little bird who was dancing. He was dancing. The better you dance, the more girls want you. It is clear as day that there are certain things you have to do to attract the kind of coward person that you want. The quicker they accept that, the better off they be. So I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you in the first. How difficult would you rank that 1 to 10? Depending on your expectation. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Depending, depending on your expectation. To me, let, let's say there's three levels. Okay. There's average, there's good, and there's great. There's average looking people, there's good looking people, and there's like amazing looking people. Whatever game you're playing, that, that's the game they're going to play. That's that's the rule. If you want to, if you want to date average looking people, they'll probably play. Generally speaking, the average looking game. If you want to play the, I want to date only good looking people. They'll probably play the good looking game. If you want to date only amazing, so whatever. So you get to choose what level you want to play the game on. Rookie, (laughs) all pro, or all Madden. Yeah. Which level do you want to play the game on? Exactly. Exactly. And so to me, that's a, a a true conversation. I remember I told the story. There was a woman. I'm not making this up. People think I'm making this up. I might, I'm going to hit her up and invite her to the show in Dallas. That's what's up. There was a woman I met who told me she cannot get her panties wet unless she's over 6'2". Oh, man. I promise you. I promise you. I'm, not, I'm telling you. I'm not, I'm not saying it, it. It's important, though. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, 
<laughs> she gotta be attracted to. But her thing was she can't, like I mean the panty rat was like a, like symbolism, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. she's just not attracted to guys over. And I and I said, are you? Sh-? And she was just die. So if no. and I said you understand by playing that game, yeah, that those guys probably have very high look standards as yes. well. Yes. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? Are you going to live with, you know what I mean, playing that game and not getting the result that you want? Yes. That's the question people got to ask themselves. And, and and that's the hard truth because to me, attraction, historically, we talked about it years ago, attraction historically was based upon mating. Mm-hmm. So here is why women like taller guys. It's an easy story. In the, um, it's, it's, I mean, there's easy historical records for this. Let's go to the Bible. When in the book, in the Bible, in the book of 1 Samuel, Israel was a new nation and he wanted a king. And they said they want a king like everybody else. When they were looking for a king, they found a man named Saul. Saul was the first king of Israel. Do you know what they said Saul was like? What did they say? Saul was tall. There you go. Saul was tall. Historically speaking, leaders... um were tall. There's this thing called necktie syndrome, where I think they said 50% of Fortune 500 company CEOs over six foot tall were only in the population is like 15. Yeah. People like men who are taller are esteemed higher and respected higher in life. It's just a biological thing for the beginning yeah, of time. Yeah. Yeah. So for a woman by mating with a taller guy, one, your children will be taller so your children will be in higher esteem in society and you'll be with a guy who's more respected and therefore you'll be respected more. Which all, those are all good pluses, man. So, so historically speaking, that's why women evolved to like taller guys. Today, that, that, that's irrelevant. A guy's height doesn't, I mean, it still plays a factor, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can be successful and be 5'3 yeah, yeah. or 6'3. Yeah. Um, so there's biological reasons to it. There's biological reasons why men like women who are in shape or who have very youthful features. There's biological reasons to it, right? So I understand it. I'm not acknowledging it. I'm just saying if you're going to play the game, they're going to play that game as well. That's the truth, man. They got to figure out what game they want to play and and accept the terms and the condition of the contract and don't complain. Yes. You can't. That's the thing about the, that, that choosing of whatever level of difficulty game you want to play. You have to choose that level when you are taking away Yes. The ability to complain about it because you are you chose it. Yes. Don't complain. So, personal story, that was my biggest struggle growing up. Okay. okay. Because I played it on all Madden. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I only like the most beautiful women. You know, everyone will always complain that whenever we go somewhere, Fisa will pick the most attractive girl and then leave everybody to rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always that. But, but, no so I have to work on my selfishness. No, nah, you good. You good. Yeah. But, um, so I played that game. Yeah. For a majority of my life, I was never attractive enough for those girls. If I would have played the average game, I could have easily found the girl. But because yeah. I was only playing, I want a team amazing. I yeah. want a team good. I want a team average. I want a team amazing. I just was. I as a man was not qualified to be, to date on t- date on that date on that level. You know what that's called? Uh, accountability. Yes. <laughs> Self awareness, accountability. Self awareness. All that man is is very important, man. Once you understand that, now you have easily and people have seen it. It's recorded. It's on videos, on audio. People have seen the work you have done. 
and congratulations. <laughs> and and so part of the awareness is what can you do to get better? Yes. What can I'm gonna do? Men, pause, and you do women. <laughs> okay. Unpause. So for men, I'm working on a I'm working on a project. I said it was gonna be end of November. It's gonna be early December. We don't have a date yet, but early December. I'm working on a big project. I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be for you guys. It's gonna be for the guys who are who are not wanting to play easy mode. Okay, that's these, good. These yeah. are for the guys who wanna who wanna play life on the highest of levels and all different things. So working on that, man, be on the lookout for that early December. The first thing is attracting as a man is style. Yes. Style is something. Um, I really believe style. Is style to men is what body is to women. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have the right style. You gotta know how to dress. Like I'm. <sighs> yeah, got to. Got to know. I've done this challenge so many times. Like, suit Saturday challenges. Got it from Kevin Samuels. Wear a suit on Saturday. Go out. Go to the mall. Go to the store. See the looks you get. Yeah. See the what the compliments you get. Just test it out. Yep. Then. Now, another Saturday, go out just regular. Yeah. T-shirt, jeans, shorts, and you're invisible. Yeah. As a man, you can groom. I'm, I'm going to put out a video letting guys know, like, my grooming routine. Yeah. Haircut. Yes. Shower. Yes. Cologne. Clothes. Shoes. As a man, you can do so much to become more attractive. You can't. Yeah. You can't change your height. No. You just can't. Unfortunately. You can't change your facial structure. You might try to go get plastic surgery. I'm not sure how well that's going to go for you as a some man. Some of y'all, y'all can get the little hair plugs and y'all bald and won't hairlines and wave. There's some things you can do out mm-hmm. there. I'm not advocating yeah. for it, but I see it more often than not. <laughs> There's so much that you can do as a man to become more attractive. Yes. Becoming more financially stable. Yes, 100%. Makes you more attractive. Becoming a man who's more confident in who you are dealing with your insecurities that makes you more attractive. Yeah. Right? So, so as a guy, you have to take an honest, this is a, I'm telling you, this is a thing that a lot of guys are uncomfortable doing. Take an honest look in the mirror mm. and then take an honest look at the women that you desire and see who are they, who are they marrying? Look at the look at the women that you want. Say, I want girls like that, and find maybe five of them who are married or in a relationship, and look at the guys who are married. And what you'll find is he either have a look yep. about him, or he'll have a lifestyle about him. Yep. I I remember I, there was this time I was looking up like these girls. I was doing this, and almost every girl was dating the same six two guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all yeah. the girls I liked, all the, they were dating the same six two guy with tattoo. I like, bro, you guys all found the same make and yeah. model of guy. They all knockout version of Odell Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's what happens when you play the game. But, yeah. And then if he wasn't six two, he was. He, he was successful. Yes. He was a man with a business. He was a man who was like, you go on the social media, you can see the lifestyle. He was a successful man. So part of being successful is that you become more attractive. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're a guy and, and you're living at home, you're barely making $30,000 a year. You don't have a lot going for you. You are not attractive. There you go. You are not attractive. So to me, the, the grooming is something everyone can do today. 
the styling is something that you can improve upon as the years go on. You can you buy new pieces, buy new, add things to your wardrobe. And to me, the success, every man should be putting in the work. Exactly. Every we did the, tw- the, 10 step, the 10 simple step of financial freedom video. I did other videos to help guys realize how to you know, go from $50,000, $100,000 a year. You as a man, that's your job. Like, and the last thing I'm going to say before you go to the women is that it pisses me off. The entitlement that men today really believe. They really believe that women today are the only ones that are worse. Mm, that's wild. <laughs> they shouldn't. They, that is crazy. Like if they really believe that. Like I remember I was talking to this girl a couple years ago and she was like, men in the past were more attractive to me. Hmm. I was like, what? Interesting. I was like, really? It's like, yeah, there's something just about guys in the past that are so attractive. And I was like, how is that possible? And then I realized I was like, you know what? How many men today who are 18 could have um, fought on the beaches of Normandy? Oh, no, none, none, not even, no, no, not one. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like men in the past, in like our age group, they've been in wars. They've been in multiple, think about the the young men were storming the beach. No, they were 18. Yeah. 18. Yeah. So there was a level of masculinity to men of the past. There's a level of competence, capabilities. You weren't, not, not saying it's anything bad with it because everyone's on their different journey, but yeah. you weren't 30 years old living with your parents. No, nah, no. Nah. You, were, you were out and about. So there was a level of independence, a level of strength. You, have to, you probably killed somebody. Yeah. Not saying sure. you should have, but a lot of men were in wars. You, you, there That's was a crazy. toughness to you yeah. that a lot of men don't have today. Nah, it's way too much convenience going on. Like Dr. Robert Glover talked about it in the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy. A lot of guys are nice guys and you are less attractive because of it. So that masculinity component, the style component, the success component, these are all things you can do. And it's going to take time. Yeah. It's going to take three to five years of continuously putting in the work. Like I said, to me, I remember 2017 when we first started this show. Yeah. All those girls I wanted, I stood no chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the words of Drake, how about now? <laughs> I, I, it, it took five years. It took five years. But I, got, I built myself up. And then at the, if you look at the grand scheme of things, five years is really only five years. Only five years. And yeah, like you said, you were in a different tax bracket now, brother. Amen. Amen. And you deserve it. And I, I, real quick, before I go... I do want to touch on that style piece because it's a very clear example going on right now. I don't get, you know, the dress code <laughs> before we do the show. So if you see how Fisa's style oh, uh, compared to my I style. Went to church on, I went to church You know today. what I mean? It's just, like, it's, just, it's just, you can see how it's more attractive, more respectable. And then you see me, I look more casual, comfortable. It's just not the same uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that is a simple example how yeah. style can really change and make you look better and be more attractive. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. Go ahead. But yeah, uh, women, Lord, how to be more attractive. And and I'm going to start with the inner before I go out. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think you have to heal from the past, not only past relationships, but also past, you know, childhood trauma, you know, uh, whatever lack of confidence that you have, whatever things that that is going on uh, emotionally with you, mentally with you, and you're not being and presenting your best self for the next person, we got to work through all that. Mm-hmm. 
that's something that we have to work through too. And then, because uh, that would that would bring a lot of more joy, mm-hmm. a lot more. I, I want to say the right kind of energy out of you because you're not carrying the weight of you know the past on you, and it's not affecting you know what you're doing today. Get in shape, you know what I mean. I, the, the, that is that is the quickest way, in my opinion, to see your DMs go from five people a week to fifty-five people a week. Mm-hmm. It is that easy, that simple about getting in shape, and that builds you know character that builds um consistency that builds discipline all those things are good useful not only for your life but even if you want to have kids or whatever profession you're doing but you can teach other people those things as well and you benefit health wise we all should strive to be more healthy as we get older our body just doesn't function as it used to function mm-hmm. so we have to pay more attention to those things what we're putting into our body how is it affecting us how are we going to sleep at night what's the stress i mean all those things are vi- vital and especially with women because let's be honest men are looking at you and they want to be attracted to you mm-hmm. so you especially have to pay closer attention and then even we all know this by scientific proof certain events pregnancy you know even just like as you get older you know the attraction get a lot harder to keep up mm-hmm. and as you get older the opportunity and the chances to really meeting somebody and for them to be attracted to you decrease mm-hmm. i don't make the rules yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't shoot chris the messenger yeah. i'm just trying to help as a loving brother those things are are those two things are, are the main thing, but also that I really believe that feminine energy part. I mm-hmm. want to re, I want to stress that again. I think that that is missing with a uh, majority of our women today. Mm-hmm. You know, that joyful, that youthful, that comforting, that kind, that loving energy. You know, I really believe that the yin and the yang is the best way to uh, make a long lasting relationship marriage work. Versus there's two, you know, kings in the castle. Yes. Or there are two yangs going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. two, you know, it's it's just, it, even those alpha males or those super masculine men that these women are attractive to, mm-hmm. we also, and maybe this is number four, yeah. women have to learn that men are attracted to certain things about women. Really yeah. qualities, I yes. should have said that. Certain qualities about women. So if the king alpha guy may not be looking for king alpha woman. Yeah. You know, so we have to weigh those things in perspective into what kind of guy that you want to end up marrying. Yes. Man, no, this this is good. The more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, we might have to even this, this might be <laughs> like a, this, this might be a, a, a overview and then we might do an episode specifically on each of these topics. Yeah, cuz yeah, it, you're right. It, yeah. We can go super deep because um, it was a lot of things I wanted to add to the males. I know you, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying you just, you know, salivate to try to, you know, <laughs> you know, tell the women, but yeah. this, I, we all want your wisdom on that side as well. So yeah. it's good. So the weight thing is huge. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know what more to say about the weight thing for, for, yeah, for, it's for easy. women. They got to hear it. They, they don't want to listen like, to it. Go one I, I, I'm telling the weight thing is huge. I've never met a woman who's, who's gotten her best shape and ever complained about now I can never meet and date like it's like, foolproof. I'm telling you, it's, it's 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 you will you won't have a meeting man problem if you're in great shape. I'm just letting you know that right now, unless you're living underneath a rock. <laughs> um, so I I think it's really important that people understand this concept, and you put in the work to become your best self. Yes, I think the the mythology is that people should just love me the way I am. Yeah. 
which is true, but if the way you are isn't the best version of yourself, it's gonna it's it's not fair for them. It's it's to, it's something it's something missing there in a the part of life that is is justifying just the lack of work that you don't yeah. want to do. It's something wrong. And then on top of that, going back to the people who do want to use online dating, I'm not anti online dating because for me, online dating isn't as tough if I was to do it yeah. because I know how to be present myself as attractive online. That's another skill. Yeah, it's a tool. This, I know a lot of women who are very attractive in person, not very attractive online. They are terrible marketers. But there's a lot of women who are ter- amazing marketers online. Ain't that good in person? Yeah, yeah. It's just the quality. It's like it's like Wayfair. Yeah, you look good on pictures. Then you actually receive it. It's like okay, this dress is not what I yeah. thought it was supposed so to be. So a lot of guys, <laughs> when I look at their online profiles, they're they they don't realize how horrible they look. Terrible. Like you, like 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 you're one in two hundred and fifty online if you're average. Yeah. But if you're a guy who can present yourself as attractive online, I did a whole video about this. Men's Guide Online Dating. You can literally change those odds and stand out. You'll never be perfect. Yeah. Right? I, I remember this one video said, like, the, the, this super handsome guy online was, like, 27% out of 100. That, and that was good odds, right? Dang. So you'll never be perfect, but you can do a lot of things to present yourself in your best life. So many people who struggle with online dating, men and women, you look at their pictures, it's like, these are horrible. Like, what? I'm not trying to sound, I don't want to sound so mean, but like what possessed you to think that looks good? Yeah. Like what possessed you to think those, that bio was good? Those <laughs> pictures are good. Cause on online people are, are judging according to, like I said, the higher standards. Yes. And you, it's like, they're grading you on higher standards and you're performing worse on this test. Yeah. You, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. And so that attraction piece is extremely important that men and women realize men I don't care what the Pornhub says. You are not <laughs> entitled to beautiful women. I don't care what the Pornhub says. You're not entitled. And women, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what Disney Channel said. You're just not entitled to handsome partners. No. You have to be an attractive person. You have to be. That's a skill you must do if you are struggling or play on the level that you want. Play on level average. Play on level good. Play on level amazing. Whatever level you want, you got to play by those rules. Brother, I have nothing to add to that section yes. at all, man. Um, so evaluating the right person, man, this, this is the number one dating struggle for beautiful women. Yes. The number one dating struggle for beautiful women is evaluating the right person. They have no problems meeting men because men are always approaching them, talking to them, sliding in their DMS. they go, they go out to the, to the clubs, bars. Men are always trying to grab them, invite them to their section. Meaning is not a problem. They're extremely attractive. So almost always the person that you like also likes you. It always happens. Attracting is very easy. Yep. But they struggle with evaluating the right person mm. because they believe the Disney Channel fantasy or the psychological fantasy that because someone looks good, that means they're good for me. Yeah. It's yeah. called the halo effect. Yeah. When we see very attractive people, we automatically assume they're smart, they're kind, they're friendly, they're amazing, they're loving, they're this, that, and the third. But it has nothing to do with their person. It's a whole separate thing. It's a whole separate grade. It, there is the external grade and there's the internal grade. And so what I've realized is so many beautiful women 
struggle with understanding that evaluating a guy is a skill because in the past from societies with arranged marriages your parents evaluated yeah your mom who's been married knows what a husband needs your dad who's been married knows what a wife or it's not needs um a way a husband should be and the way a wife should be so your parents evaluated for you Nowadays, people have to evaluate themselves. And what I've realized is people suck at evaluating other people because it's a skill. Discernment is mm. a skill. And a lot of people suck when it comes to that skill. So I, I'm going to ask you the question. How, how difficult it is to build this skill evaluation? It's the hardest. It's, the, it's hardest. the hardest. Especially when they look really good. Mm. Because when people look good, you give them excuses. When people look good, your brain emphasizes the good and it diminishes the bad. Yeah. So you really don't know this person. Yeah. I would argue is like when you see somebody and you're very attracted to them, you, you your brain cannot see them. Gotcha. Like you like 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 they're an altered state of being. You have these rose, you know, colored glasses. Yeah. It's it's the hardest thing, which is I, which is why I believe people should never date in isolation. Yeah. When I date, I have a person, and I have friends who have to check up on check up off check off this girl. Yeah. If my friends and family don't approve, I don't take her seriously, because mm-hmm. I realize that I might be blinded by the booty, the breast, the the <laughs> face, whatever, the eyes, whatever the it may be. Like, so that it's the hardest thing. Especially when you're dating very attractive people because you're just so blinded by the way they look. So, say if somebody does have those roll-colored glasses on yes. them, how do they take them off so they can be able to see things clearly? So, the secret that I did, I got this book. Here we go. Um, that I did is that, to me, I've always said there's two types of dating. There's casual dating, and I'm looking for girls to have fun with. Yeah. And there's commitment dating. I'm looking for girls to have a family with. There you go. Um, fun girls, family girls. When I'm trying to start my family, when I was trying to when I was when I'm when I was trying to start my family <laughs> in the past, um, I was looking for a girl that you know for those things. So I was evaluating for that. Yeah. So part of that was dating to me was seeing if I can start my family with you. That's what dating was. That's good. That's good. That's good. Dating wasn't like, oh, let's just have fun and hang out. It was strategic. So almost the first three months, it was nothing but questions. Okay. Yeah. Nothing but questions. Yeah. I would literally, almost all the dates, I would ask specific questions to see if this was the kind of woman I wanted to have my family with. Going back to Esther Perel, life story versus love story, right? Yeah. Fun girls, great love story. Um, you know, woman you want to marry, it's a love story as well as a life story. So there's this book by um, Norman, I mean, H. Norman Wright called 101 Questions to Ask Before You Get Engaged. And, th- and these are really amazing things to be able to really get to know the person. And what I realized was um, when I was you know, dating my fiance in the early stages, I would write her answers down. So we would like literally be on the phone and we'd be talking. I'll be asking certain questions and I would write the answers down. And then I will, and then later on I would go back and look at them and see, does this match my life? 
So, for example, it was like, okay, like, what do you want to... Another example is a girl I did in the past. Yeah. Okay, in the future, what do you want to do when you have kids? She was like, oh, I want to keep working. To me, in my life, my wife is staying at home, yeah. raising my children. Yeah. We don't work. Yeah. Simple. Love story, it's not going to be a life story. Yeah. So, by asking the right questions... What this does is you're able to figure out clear as day objectively, this person doesn't fit my life. Yes so, or no? So out of those 101 questions, mm -hmm. all 101 questions has to be correct in her answers? No, to me, it's, um, I, the, I broke it down for what I, for my values. Okay. Okay. So. I have a bunch of questions that I ask for my values that matter. For example, some guys, the extreme red pill crazy guys, they're so obsessed with like these prenups. Yeah. So for them, they want a prenup. Me, I don't care about stuff like that. Yeah. So for them, that might be a non-negotiable that's on their 101 questions. For me, it's not. I don't care about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you have to figure out what are your non-negotiables because there's no woman's going to be exactly just the way you are. Yeah. But it's what are the non-negotiables. For me, it was faith. Okay, here we go. Belief in God, yep. walk with Christ, family. Yeah. Do you want to have a family? How many kids do you want to have? What kind of family breakdown do you want to, do you want to have? Um, in regards to, you know, um, culture, you know, what TV shows are you watching? What can you put in your ear? You know, what can you not put in your, in your minds? Finances, how do you want the money spent? What, what, you know, are you a spender? Are you a saver? Those were the non-negotiables I was interested in. Conflict, family yeah. background. Yeah. Respectfully, this is just me. I would never marry me, Hafiz. I'm getting <laughs> married, but I would never tell my kids to marry a person from a single parent household. Yeah, that's going to be a huge no no in my house. You can do it. You're you're my son. Yeah. Respectfully, I'm yeah. not. I'm sorry, guys. It sounds yeah. bad. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So that was a non negotiable for me as well. Okay. And so um, so that's what I'm saying. So you have to kind of know what you need and then ask the specific questions according to your needs. Okay, so it's what it sounds like, you know, the evaluating part before we even get to the 101 questions, before they even meet that person, they need to know what they actually want first. 100%. So how did you go up, up, go on that journey of knowing what you want first so you can even get to even ask the 101 questions? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I remember um, this one kid sent me a message and I... <clears throat> I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta be nicer sometimes, but I get so freaking mad when these young kids message me because he was like, he was like 19 years old, and he said, "I've been putting in work for the past two years, so don't give me that typical cliche r response." I said, "Bro, you're my, like two, like you're 19 years old. You didn't even put in no damn work in." <laughs> you don't even know what work you is. Know, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he probably had some hard times, respectfully. But he is 19. <laughs> like, I don't care what you went through. You're, you're, you're off if you think you've been rigorously, put, oh, yeah. you've <laughs> been rigorously putting in work. No, you haven't. With vigor. Sorry. <laughs> like, like, respectfully, no, you haven't. And so, to me, it was my life, the years of life. You know, I went to school in North Carolina. I went to school in Alabama. I, went, I lived in Missouri. I lived in Atlanta. I lived in Dallas. I lived in Houston. I lived in, you know, so... Life just, I started, I, I, I always had a self-awareness. You know me, I spent a lot of time in isolation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I spent a lot of time reflecting. I have books on books of days just reflecting, taking notes, journaling. Yeah. So that self-awareness process, praying to God, um, getting to know who you are, 
I really knew who I was at a very young age. Amen. And so to me, I think that's the thing that helped me. Uh, just being radically self-aware of who I was and by being radically self-aware of who I was by living life mm. and asking myself hard questions, I started seeing exactly what I needed. And then I went back to like part of dating is when you date casually, you meet a lot of girls and you sit and you realize what you don't need and what you don't want. You know, I, I know for a fact, if you're a yeller, you won't work with me. <laughs> you won't work with me. You just won't. <laughs> so part of casual dating helps you understand yourself as well as help you understand the other person. I have nothing to add. But yeah. hey, I really have nothing to add. I think that's all really good on evaluating. I honestly do agree with you on saying that it's the hardest one to uh to to really get good at. Mm -hmm. Um and and like you said, it's it's really that taking off those road colors, you know, glasses and you really using discernment, knowing what you need, non-negotiables and uh and then having having that ability to know if this person can work or will not work. Yeah. And you have to make that decision and, and be like, oh Lord, this is the only, my only chance of getting this kind of caliber girl or caliber guy. No, no, no. Like, you don't want to settle for something that you know in your heart of hearts is not going to work because then you're just putting yourself up, setting yourself up for failure. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, love is not enough. That, yeah. That's a myth. Love is enough. No, love <laughs> is not enough for marriage and family. You have to have similar values. Yeah. And part of the evaluation process is you got to be real. Like, I was I was dating a girl once, and she was a bottle service girl. Yeah. Like, that's not the kind of girl, respectfully, for those who, who watch content, who is, you know, wife type. Yeah. You know? The girls who are dating guys who are, like, rappers and NFL players, and they travel for a living. Part of the evaluation, you really think he's going to give you family? Yeah. You really think that guy's going to be loyal and faithful to you? What are you talking about? Yeah. You have to really be honest yeah. about this person and yeah. about their strengths, about their weaknesses. And so I would highly advise women, don't do this alone. Mm. Just don't. Like, don't date in isolation. That's good. Yeah, um, that's good like, piece. you have to have tr not your negative, bitter, lonely friends getting their advice and your mom no, I'm talking about like have respectful people in healthy relationships who you value their opinion and have them, you know, share their opinions as well. And if you don't have that, find that. Yes. And if for guys, my advice to guys is don't if you're if you're dating for family, like be intentional. Yeah, you got I'll, to. I'll, yeah. I, I'm telling you, there's so many guys yeah. who are dating a girl at year two, and I ask them, what about this from her? And he's like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> like they, they just don't know these things. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just don't know because they're just having fun. Oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you, what was dates like? We just hang out. We, what do you talk about? We just like me, like I said, thank God my fiance, she was, she was cool with this, but I had plans. Yeah. We we were on the phone. I had questions in mind. Like by the end of tonight, we're going to talk about these five different topics. Yeah. And so I think you got to be really intentional Yeah. because so many people, it's like, if you could evaluate the people correctly and you should get better. That's yeah. a secret. Yes. Yeah. When you're young, you don't know. Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift said, when you're 15 and someone tells you they love you, you're going to believe them. Yeah. Yes, you're naive, but you should get better. Yeah. It blows my mind when people are in their 30s and they're still struggling with picking the right person. Yeah. Like now I know exactly what to look for. Yeah. You know, I know exactly what to look for in a woman because I've built those skills. So evaluating the right person is, is huge. Yeah. And like you said, it's, it's, it's the hardest because yeah. it, it, it's, it's a lot of even 
pre-prep work yeah. to even get to the evaluation part. You have to learn so much of this so this can even make the most sense and be most effective. Yeah. And then the last thing um, is committing to the right person. And Ooh. that one's a bit confusing because a lot of people get confused with that one. But all right, we're going to take a quick break from this week's episode to talk to you guys about our amazing new sponsors over at Shortform. Guys, you know part of the leveling up process is that you have to become educated. You have to improve your mind because a man with a powerful mind is a powerful man indeed. So the amazing thing about short form is short form allows a lot of you guys who are not the most apt at reading to be able to get amazing summaries of books. So this includes books that you may be interested in reading, books you've read in the past, or simply books that you just want to get more information about. So go to shortform.com slash roommates get your five-day free trial of short form i'm telling you you guys will love it remember one of my favorite books is 12 rules for life by dr jordan peterson and i'll be honest with you guys that book is a bit of a dense book but the amazing thing about short form is it gives you an amazing summary of the book before you read it so you have a better understanding of it go to shortform.com slash the roommates sign up today start leveling up your mind and let's get back to this week's episode I realized a couple years ago that the desire to love is not the same as the ability to love. Okay. And that's, some, that's something that a lot of people do not understand. The desire to love is not the same as the ability to love. So, for example, I would argue that a person who desires to love somebody, you cannot quantify or qualify that. Mm -hmm. Like, typical example. Back, a lot of dads, in their hearts, they really love their children. They have a desire to love their children. But they don't have the tools to love their children well. They, you know, they never told their kids they love them. They never, you know, went to their games. They never showed up. They thought being a dad was just, you know, putting food on the table. And as long as that's there, that's there. He's not a bad person. He has all the desires to be a, to be a great, but he doesn't have the tools and the ability to be a good father. So when it comes to loving, some people think that if someone loves you, they'll be great. No. Hmm. Some people just don't have the ability to love well. They just don't have the ability to love well. There's some guys who are just dispossessed, uh, dis not dispossessed, they're disposed to just show that's the right word, to cheating. Yeah. He's just, he's just, he's just an habitual cheater. Don Draper. Yeah, Don, yeah, Don Draper. Does, Don, Don Draper, I, I believe he loved Betty. Yeah. I believe he loved the second wife. He yeah. just ha didn't have the ability. Nah, he wasn't going to do it. There's just some guys who just don't have the ability yeah. to love well same with women there's some women who they, their attitudes are just so bad yeah, yeah. they might love you but they they, they cannot they, when they're mad they, they cuss yeah. when they're mad they hit when they're mad they, they cut clothes and they slash <laughs> they don't have the ability going, no. ba going back to the puppy story when we talked about it on pa Patreon yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. people they're just so damaged yeah. they just don't have the ability anymore yeah. and so to me as, a, as an individual, you have to ask yourself, do I have the ability to love? Because a lot of women confuse this. 
a lot of women think, oh, I just, I love love and I, I want, I want love and I value love. And I'm not denying they don't love love and they value love and they, they want love to happen, but they really don't have the ability to love well. Mm. And mm. so when, when guys are, these are the girls, extremely attractive, meet men all the time. Yeah. They're attractive. They're always attracting the guys. They can actually evaluate pretty well. They come from good families. They know what to choose. But being with them is so unbearable. Proverbs and Proverbs 21, <laughs> like a dripping faucet. Like, you better to live on a corner of the rooftop than be with this quarrelsome person. Yeah. These, these are the people who lack the emotional skills for a healthy relationship. Yeah. So a lot of people don't realize, and, and going back to guys, a lot of the men, nice guys, generally speaking, they have this problem the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. nice guys, generally speaking, they they don't have the highest of standards. They're not they don't want baddies or busts, right? They're not yeah, team yeah, yeah. baddies or busts. So they they find a, a, a regular girl. Yeah. They meet a girl in high school or college. They meet a girl eventually. Yeah. You know, they're decent, so they both have attraction. You know, they the girl is respectful, they evaluating. But they don't have the masculine skills where they can be in a healthy relationship. They're needy. Mm. They're desperate. They can't lead. Mm. No, they, they, they don't. They, when they get a girl, they're the kind of guy to get a girl and they get lazy. Yeah. They stop going to the gym. Yeah. They stop improving. Yeah. So these are the guys who you hear them all the time. You ask them, why does she leave you? She's like, well, because she got bored. Or, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. she got, you know, she felt like she can do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what ended up happening was you didn't have the skills once you got her. Because it's one thing. Attracting, yeah. meeting is skills to get her. Yes. Evaluating, committing is skills once you get her. They're two different things. And so a lot of the nice guy types, they don't they just don't have those skills once they're in a relationship to hold masculine frame, yeah. to lead courageously, yeah. to be ambitious, to be able to set the purpose and the tone of the relationship, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are there these are the skills where you can you can get girls, but you don't keep girls. Yeah, yeah, that's big. That's big. Uh, that's that's something that is you have to be able to even recognize that that's an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, like, you know, if you realize that you have the nice guy tendencies, you know, you got to really figure out how can you keep that masculine frame in the relationship because that's something that you need in order to sustain and also something that it just, you just need respect in the relationship. It's just that simple. So I think that is beautifully, you know, well said and broken down as far as, you know, having the ability to love. And then, you know, even... Um, as you end a relationship, one year, two year, five, seven years, that ability is something that you always have to continue to get better at. A hundred percent. You have to continue to, it's like, it's like working out. You got to continue to exercise it. You can't get lazy with mm -hmm. it. It ain't no end point. Ain't no, uh, nothing that is like, it's, it, it, there's no way in, in 50 years that there won't be an issue, yes. you know, or something that you have to work through or a time period that would be difficult. You will have to be able to, um, tap back into that that thirst for knowledge yeah. and that and that that ability to love the person even though you may not get all the stuff that you you know want mm -hmm. at that time for whatever reason. Yes. So and so the committing thing is is big to realize because what also happens is commitment is a marathon, it's not a sprint. Ooh. And a lot of men and women alike are good 
month one, month two, yeah, 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 yeah. month three, year one, year two. But they, but then eventually they, they, they drop off a cliff. Yeah. And they don't realize that. A lot of women don't realize that you're, you're so unbearable to be with. Your first couple of months, you're the sweetest, love, most loving angel. <laughs> but then years, you know, month six, yeah. when you show your true colors, you're unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so you don't have the skills to build a healthy relationship. A lot of guys don't have they're Like they're not good leaders. Yeah. The book we always recommend, The Way to Superior Man. I love this book so much because he helped me learn yeah, these yeah. masculine skills to be successful. So the committing thing is it's, 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 a, it's a big thing, man. It's, it's something that each if you're a person who people leave you, mm-hmm. usually you have a committing problem. Yeah. If, you're, if you've had many relationships and the person always leaves you, either have an evaluation but a lot of times you have a committing problem. You don't have the skills once you've attracted them to con- to continue because each man and woman should get better with time, not not worse. And and that's the thing. The commitment part is is a race, a marathon. Like yeah. it's so long. Like like people are. This is where social media gets involved, and you know the instant gratification. Want things like the building process for you know more normal average person would be a lot longer than what you will see on social media. Mm-hmm. So they don't like the idea of, okay, this person wants to be, I don't know, a, a, a professor at Harvard, mm-hmm. you know, shoot, he may even got his degree yet. Yeah. <laughs> People nowadays want him to be at Harvard. Yeah. They don't, even, they're not going to sign up for the go to school, you know, starting high school, yeah, yeah. then community college, and then, you know, a university and then work our way up to, mm-hmm. They don't want that process because that process can be five to ten years. Yeah. Why do I have to wait five to ten years for you to make or be where you want to be versus I just rather just take my chances and find somebody that's already up? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's and that's that's something that's also is a, a, a real issue and why the commitment part is something that you have to understand that it's a process. It's a very long process. But if you if they pass the evaluation, you know, the attraction and all that stuff, it's like that's that's the vow and the commitment part that you have to understand and agree upon. I love that. Some people are porcupine, some people are panda bears. <laughs> these these ran, you know porcupine is my favorite animal. It's I just, know it it's is. just that's ran. I about it. <laughs> like imagine having to hold a porcupine for an hour. Yeah, well, yeah. What versus holding a panda bear for an hour. It's just Way more easier and enjoyable. Yeah, to be with the panda bear. Yeah, some people don't realize it's not enjoyable to be with you. Mm. You want people to just suffer being with you. It's not enjoyable being with you. Dating you is not is not enjoyable. <laughs> and that's a part where you have to the self awareness. Yeah, to realize, yo, maybe the problem isn't the girls. Yeah, maybe the problem isn't the guys. Maybe the problem is me. I'm just so unbearable. Yeah. I don't have feminine energy. I don't provide peace. Yeah. I don't yeah. have masculine energy. I don't provide strength and, and leadership. Yeah. Yeah. These are things where you have to ask yourself these questions. And so I, I would love to know in the comments, which one out of these four, after hearing us talk about, are you dealing with today? Yeah. Do you deal with a meeting problem? Do you deal with an attracting problem? Do you deal with an evaluating problem or do you deal with a committing problem? I would love to hear in the comments below. And like Chris has always said, you have to 
take accountability for who you were. I love that Jordan Peterson video because he said, I need the time. I need the time to be able to look, to look into what's wrong. If you want to get Chris's opinion or you want to get my opinion, you can sign up for a session yeah. and, and, and maybe we can go through your life. Yeah. BetterHelp Counseling, we partnered with BetterHelp Counseling and, and maybe you can talk to them and see, maybe find out d- what deeper issues are going on. But yeah, the, 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 I, I just want people to realize you can be the captain of your own ship. Yep. Dating is difficult, yes. But you can make it a hundred times easier. You can get better. You don't have to get better. And by really understanding these things and really making a change, you can experience real transformation in your lives. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. I have nothing to add to that. You know, I'm very curious to uh, what is the majority of what people are are dealing with um, in the dating world. So, yeah, man, I think you did a great job coming up with it and and explaining and walking us through it, man. So I'm excited. Don't forget, Friday, December 3rd, Roommates Live. I would love to see all of you guys there. Link in the description below, roommates2021.eventbrite.com. Thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We might do a follow-up episode to this, if not later this week, if not next week. My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. We're at Roommates and adios.